All right. Welcome to the latest episode of the Old Man Ultras. We are still exceptionally unofficial. We're going to talk a little bit about SC Cincinnati. Uh, we're going to bid a fond farewell to the absolute clusterfuck that has been 2020. Although, I mean, I'm not saying we won't record again before the end of the year, but certainly the 2020 season for us at least is mercifully over. Um, but hey, we're gonna we're gonna talk about stuff, and you know, some of it might even be soccer related. So uh, I'm Schindler, and I am virtually sitting across the seat across the the table from my good friend Bubbles. Bubbles, what the hell is going on? Not much, not much. I'm sitting in my basement, longingly look at where the table would be set up, and imagining Maka with his backside turned to me. Uh, that, that came out. That came out very. That came out very wrong. But oh, anyway. <laughs> and you know what? I'm only halfway through the beer. I'm not even, and I'm not, you know, I'm not the one drinking whiskey. Schindler's drinking whiskey tonight. Um, no, things are going, you know, well, I guess as much as, you know, as much as you can say, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't win. We can talk about that. We did other things that were exciting, you know, that we haven't done in a long time. Um, but, uh, you know, speaking of, you know, again, looking at the, what did I say backside? I don't know why I said your backside. Because really? your backside your backside's really nice, Macca. It, um, it is right now. It is. How, you, how you know, I don't know, but it is right now. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, how, like, sitting next to me would be Macca. And how are you doing? I'm very well. According to you, I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm looking feeling, pretty fine. Yeah, I'm feeling the heat coming from next door. <laughs> and uh, and and uh, as as we're all animals, um, I felt your heat and I presented myself to you. And <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's just leave it at that. Um, I'm all right. Mm. Um, I, but I, you know what? You're right there, though. My my behind is all good right now, thanks to uh, thanks to some real good psoriasis medicines that are working now. Just by <laughs> oh, this is going to go well, isn't it? Um, yeah. Despite the distance, despite the the the, the, the dark nights, um, I feel illuminated and close to you all because of technology. And isn't it fantastic? That's exactly right. Here. And uh, to hear your voices, I, I'm actually. It, it's one of those rare nights that I'm actually on my own in the house because we've made a bubble with our in-laws. Um, Mrs. Macca decided she would um, use the excuse tonight that I'm on, on the pod with you to get out the house and leave me alone. So it's kind of good, but um, uh, it's nice to be here on my own, but I never realized that this house is so spooky when you're in it on your own. <laughs> it makes so many weird noises, and I'm sure there's somebody outside in the woods looking at me. And um, if it is, I'm hoping it's this guy who's virtually next to me. It's so delicious. Is that you peeking through the bushes, you dirty old man? It is. I'm sorry. I've got my phone. I'm not in my basement anymore. I'm I'm out, man. I'm out. I'm out on trial. Well, how are you? Give us a wave. Oh, hey, hey, you see me out there? Nah, I just, unfortunately, sadly, I am still stuck, quarantined in my basement for no reason. Well, for the reason everybody else did, but I don't have COVID or anything. But I, uh, yeah, I feel like a hermit. I'm getting kind of tired of these four walls down here, but whatever. It's 2020. It's a shit show. The season's over, thank Christ. But you know, I'll just keep going the way everybody else is going, I guess. <laughs> no, I was just going to transition. If you've got something to say, no, I'd I was love just going to say, you know what's keeping you alive right now, Maka, and preventing Stone D from crashing into your house? Is this giant spiders outside. Oh, fuck, yes. That's God's honest truth. <laughs> that, I, you know, I've always been afraid of spiders, but I had no idea how afraid of spiders I was. So I went to Macca's house and those big son bitches were hanging off the, <laughs> hanging <laughs> off the roof and everything else. <laughs> we got the um, we got the one with the, the the one that I showed you a couple of years back with the luminous fluorescent yeah. green uh, uh, markings yeah. on it. That's back. Uh, but oh Mrs. Macker actually cleaned our, our many outdoor windows uh, at the weekend. Um, she she decided while I watched the Liverpool game, she was gonna just do the do some chores around the house, and I I sat back with a beer and watched the football and just let her 
go at it because that's what makes their happiest. And uh, she cleaned all these windows, and you should have seen the spiders just running for cover. So, uh, oh, God. Yeah, it's, yeah, you, oh, I tell you what, it's getting to that point now where the, the, the nights are, are drawing in and it's getting cooler. Although, not until tonight has it gone cooler. It's been positively. I got sunburned yesterday. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Through indoors. <laughs> it was through the window. Um, but yeah, all the spiders are retreating back and there's loads of eggs here. So yeah, it's very it's God. very spidery and spooky here. I'll I'll you know what I'll take some photos and share them with you. Don't man, just burn it down. Don't even <laughs> no, do it. No, no, no. yeah. The funny thing is, we don't get any spiders indoors in England. That's we awesome. had massive big spiders indoors, and it, when I lived in New York, we got big roaches uh, or, or oh, water yeah. bugs, as people called them, but they were roaches. Yeah. We got them indoors. Living here, all the wildlife is on the outside, particularly them spiders, which I'm quite happy about. Uh-huh. Thank goodness. So, man. hey, you can come indoors, just don't hang around the outside of my house, don't they? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so speaking of, like, shitty seasons, I guess we should transition to the football. <laughs> hey, nice. Well, and uh, I can't even remember uh, how, how many games have happened since the last time we recorded. I think it's safe to say we lost them. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> uh, so I don't think we're going to go into that too much. Um, you know, obviously, the – I mean, when I looked at our record, I was sort of actually shocked at how many losses we have. Um, not that I didn't really – I mean, I kind of knew it, right? I mean, it's not like it was a secret that we were losing a lot of games. Um, but, man, I mean, I just – like, we we were not good at really any level <laughs> really <Yeah. laughs> at any time this year. I mean, it's just like – I felt like we should have had more draws just because of the fact that, you know, we did um, – it felt like we had we had all those home draws, but we, you know, we won four, we drew four, we lost fifteen. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that is we, that just when, takes a doing. I think it was the last the last game or the game before that where they put the put the record up and big ballers like, oh, you mean we we've drawn thirteen games and I like no son, come close. <laughs> we've, we've we've lost those and he's like, oh. Oh, <laughs> well, and, and and like in a in a year where you know, like I, I was reading something about how um, there's basically like been no home field advantage at all in the Premier League since the uh, restart. You know, basically without fans, that mm-hmm. uh, uh, there's really no home field advantage at all. Um, we went one four and four at home, uh, so you know, one win, four draws, okay. We went one in ten on the road, and I'm, I was trying to actually remember what our what our road win was because I don't. I can't remember what that was. Either. I mean, I, I like in, in my mind because I, I, that doesn't include obviously the games down in Orlando. Um, it doesn't. Okay. So I, you know, hmm. off the top of my head, I can't remember what it was. Right? I just like, you know, we're just we had a terrible season, which I think is probably as much. It was uh, Red Bulls, the Golazo, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Oh yeah, uh, the Red Bulls. We went one nil. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Right. It was a Harris. Yeah. Hi, Mrs. Mecca. Wasn't that Mrs. Mecca? Wasn't that Mrs. Mecca? Yeah, yeah, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you had me terrified there that Mrs. Mecca was <laughs> sneaking up on me. I'm also outside your house, too. Okay. You know right. I just got to check. Hang on. Hi. <laughs> no, it's not me. <laughs> How cool would it have been if like somebody else answered back? Hello. That would have been it for me. <laughs> so yeah, it was, um, it was yeah, it was in um, it was in September. Uh, uh, we beat the Red Bulls one 0 Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, That's probably the last game we played well, like for more than a minute of time. So at any rate. Um, I don't think we're going to go into the last couple of games in any kind of detail at all. Uh, Joe Jow did show score a very nice goal in the last the last match, so that was good. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's the list of good things that happened. Um, that's much can it. we talk about playing in a hurricane or a tropical storm? Oh, that was amazing! Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. I mean, I, I think I tweeted like I or or texted you guys. That literally was the only reason I was I mean, watching the game in the second half. It, it is. It was like the things either rolled forever. Or like you had a pass that just sort of stopped. It was pretty funny yeah. to see. Yep. Yeah, 
So, um, but we did also on Monday, we got the roster decisions for 2021. So I thought we'd just go through that. And I know, Maka, you said you had, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say just before you do that, um, can we talk about the game that we did win at Nip? Oh, yeah. Hey. We, record that? we recorded after that one. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, think that was, I think that was the last time we recorded it was after that one. Yeah. So we did beat the crew, which is hilarious, actually. Um, yeah, I saw I saw a crew, a salty crew fan that was kind of bitching about the fact that they didn't win the Shield, and they had a better home record than uh, Philadelphia, but they also were terrible on the road this year. In fact, I don't think they got a win all year. I think they got one. Yes, um, big, which big baller is, said that as well. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because like again, home. There's clearly no real home advantage. I guess in some MLS stadiums they've had fans, but still, like, it's not like. First of all, the crew don't play in front of fans anyway, so you know, yeah, so they're used to it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and also, then that that brings us nicely to to what I was uh, alluding to before the post. Uh, congratulations to Philadelphia. Um, you know that that was some election, and you really came through for us. Uh, also, you won the uh, you won the you won the shield. And did did you all hear what happened about the presentation? No, no. So <clears throat> it's the Galaxy won it last year, I believe, uh, or was it sort of team in LA? LA? It was LAFC. LAFC. They, yeah. So they couldn't get the shield to Philadelphia Union in time, apparently. Um, so they were like, "What are we going to do for a, a kind of like a presentation?" And it was one of them things where someone at the club's mother's boyfriend's husband's sister's wife's <laughs> boyfriend who was a web developer, had the full-on Captain America shield. Yes. What? What they did is they, they got his his Halloween outfit, but it's it's the proper bow, like uh, Captain America shield. It's a bit of a expensive piece of kit. And they um, they draped it in the in in the um, in the MLS shield uh, oh decal. And that's what the union apparently lifted above their heads the other day. I thought I saw a picture. I'm glad you said that because I had no idea, but I thought I saw a picture of one of their players like like sleeping with yeah. it. Like it had he had it in bed with them or, or and I was like, what the hell is that? Like it doesn't look like that. Yeah, shield. apparently it was like it was a mocked up version of the shield. Uh, it was oh. an all in effort because yeah, LA were a little bit uh we'll get this to you next week. You yeah, know, we'll just you know what they're like in California. They'll sit back and yeah, yeah. So <laughs> well, I'm sure Taylor Twelman's still in shock that they didn't win it again. <laughs> so yeah, so that was a nice little thing. So um, yeah, Philadelphia and uh, has been on my mind uh, the last week, and and that was a great little story. Well done, the well, union. Yeah, I, thought was, I thought it was pretty cool too that they did the uh, the fan celebration at Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Like yeah. I just. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and if they keep if, if Philadelphia keeps winning uh, MLS games, they'll probably play in all four seasons. <laughs> That's right. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, we could keep going. All right, so here's here's our big here's our roster moves, and basically the the, the big net is we almost have no one on the roster anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> which is not necessarily a bad thing, given the fact that we've been by far the worst team in the league two years running. So. Yep. Uh, we have a total of 12 players that are guaranteed to be on the roster in 2021. So that's yep. <laughs> uh, Saad Abdul-Salam, again, okay. almost forgot. Even, I forgot several times during the year that he was on our team, although he did look okay the last couple times he played. He did. Um, Frankie Amaya. Okay. Alvaro Barrial. Okay. Good. Alan Cruz. Okay. Yep. He got sort of fat this year, but, you know, maybe he'll have to come back here next year. Yeah. Franco Kovacevic yeah. played all of one game for us. Yep. Man, it was like I felt bad for him because it was a monsoon and like he got hacked like a bunch of times. Like I, re- I really have no idea how you know how he's going to work. I mean, out. you know, I, I guess I would say I, I've certainly seen FC Cincinnati, Cincinnati players play worse than he yeah. had in that game, yeah. right? True. Uh, for Speaking instance, you, 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 yeah. Kubo. <laughs> <laughs> Jurgen Lacadia. Yep. Uh, Camo Mokocho. Yep. Good. Tom Patterson. Okay. I, I, you know, I was sort of surprised by that, but I mean, he has looked not bad 
in the second half of the I season. Mean, he's been sort of fine, right? I mean, I think like yeah, if, he's your, sort of fine. if exactly. he's your fourth center back, that's not a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Beckham Sunderland. Hey. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna cut him after no. signing him. No. Not with a name like that. Uh Michael Vanderwerf, which I thought I was shocked that he had it right. Oh, he, he I didn't realize he's staying. Uh, and Brandon Vasquez, who they recently yeah. resigned for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like that. All right. So then <clears throat> we have Andrew Goopman, Nick Haglund, Spencer Ritchie, and Shimisov Teton, who are all out of contract. However, Goodman, Haglund, and Teton, they are negotiating to bring back. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, still on the website. That's what I'm going on. You know that's right. I'm, yeah. Yep. When, I, when, I, when I looked on the website and I kept on refreshing, I was like, okay, Goodman and, and Shemi Suave are still up there. So this is when they were talking about keeping them, you know, there. Did we mention Zico Bailey, by the way? Well, I was going to say that. So then we, exercised, we had contract options that we exercised for Zico Bailey, Ben Lunt. And Harris Majunin and Lute <laughs> was the uh, goalkeeper of the year in USL this year, and is apparently quite good. So that, yes. good. that's sort of a good sign. I've heard. So maybe yeah. that's the Spencer Ritchie move, then, right? <laughs> right. I, mean, I, I was kind of surprised to hear that, but yeah. Yeah, so, I, I wonder. I, I wondered about that too. I wondered if uh, you know they're going to try to renegotiate TT down for less money and and then make it a competition between him and Ben Lunt and. Right. You know. Yeah, maybe. Where's Lund playing? Louisville. Oh, Louisville, has he? Right? I think he's in Louisville. So he's tainted. (laughs) And I assume he's going to get a green card. Like, I think that's probably part of it. Like, he, because he's, is he German? Yeah. Um, He's from Zoe. Yeah. I assume, because, like, I know they're trying to get TT a green card. Mm. Um, And I guess, I mean, to me, it was like, okay, if you're sure. That Lunt is your starter. Then I don't know why you wouldn't keep Spencer as the backup because right, I think I know. Spencer's good enough to play in MLS. Like I, I don't think he's probably like a starter on a good team, but he's. I mean, there are a lot worse number two keepers in the league than Spencer Richie, so Absolutely. he's going to get a job somewhere. And I'm not quite sure why. Even if like because TT made more money than the minimum by by a fair amount, right? And so even. If, you're going to get it back on a cheaper contract and you're going to get him a green card. I still am not quite sure why you would, I don't know. That's just an interesting one to me. Like, I'm not quite sure why. It's weird as well. Cause like, um, uh, Shemi Suave, he, he's getting on a bit. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I know keepers get better with age, but we've got like a 17 year old homegrown keeper. And then we are, um, you know, and, uh, Seton takes up the international slot um Ben, I'm 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 excuse I'm a, I'm a, I'm assuming that Lunt would take up an international. Uh, well, that's what I was saying. I think they're trying to get him a green card, also. Okay, because, um, because the thing is, is he's 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 like an inch. He's an inch taller and a, a six years younger. So yeah, we, you know, and you know me, what I think of a young keepers. Um, I, if we got Lunt in and he was a decent keeper at 25, he could be like he could really just. Hold down that position if he was good for yeah, yeah. for like twenty years. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing with us; it just seems that every year at this time we talk about the the mass outgoings and the mass incomings. It, it's just time to solidify, isn't it? Some key positions like yeah. keeper and a back four, and then you know the the other the, all the other positions will come and go, but. Uh, Waston's gone, hasn't he? Well, so, all right. So here's the here are the departures. Sorry, I'm jumping uh, ahead, aren't I? Sorry. No, that's all right. You're you're doing a good job teasing it. So all right. So <laughs> okay, uh, such a tease. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Rashawn Daly, Sem Young, thank mm-hmm. fuck, <laughs> Matthew Devon, <laughs> thank thank double fuck. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Greg Garza, Joseph Claude Jow. Bobby what? Edwards, Tommy oh, McKay, right. yeah. Jimmy McLaughlin. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Hassan and Dom, great pick in the expansion draft. Ray Ortiz, great Twitter feed. Caleb Stanko yeah. and Kendall Waston are all uh, declined options. However, uh, Jow and Stanko both have the asterisk saying they're uh, doing, uh, they're negotiating with them to come back. Which yeah. so huh. 
I don't understand the Jow thing at all. Like, if you had an option right. for Jow, why wouldn't you just pick it up? And then if you mm-hmm. want to extend him because you want to keep him, do that. Because I can't imagine, like, Jow was good. I mean, he was our only good. He was one of our only two or right. three good players this year. And right. so I don't understand it for any, like, the under, I, I just don't get that at all. Like, I don't, if you think you're going to bring him out for less money, like, I'm not sure why he'd take that because I think he could get it. Again, I think he's like a, you know, I think, again, he's in the top 15 on the roster of any decent MLS team, right? I mean, I think yeah. he's yep. he certainly proved he belongs in the league and can play, contribute at a decent level. Um, so I, that one just, you know, I don't, I don't know what his salary number was, but it just surprised me that they didn't just pick up his option. Stanko, I think, was paid more than he's probably worth on the open market. So if you want to bring him back for some reason, um, then I guess trying to get him cheaper makes sense. But the mm-hmm. Jow one, yeah. Pause. I, I don't have I don't have much thoughts on Stanko other than like if you can I guess he's a body that you can put in there late in the right. game to do some defensive work and that's about it. But maybe he's got some, you know, pictures or photos of of Linder <laughs> that they're that they need to <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't I mean the Stanko one I I agree completely. It's sort of like, well, if you just want like a you know, twenty seven year old sort of journeyman midfielder that can sort of because he can play he can play a couple spots. He can sort of play the more defensive player, or I guess kind of the more, you know, more box to box kind of position. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really, I you know, again, it's like one of those like if you had an academy that was fully built out, and so you could just play an academy kid there, I'd probably do that instead. But since you don't, like, I guess it's all right. Yeah, I mean, for us, like last season, he 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 made. Um, What's this? He made 16 starts out of 23 appearances, and this season he only made five starts out of 13. Yeah. So, you know, oh, wow. he's, yeah. I guess, I guess Baltimore likes him. Like, he he was quoted as saying, just like, I, I like Caleb. He's versatile. He can, you know, do a job for us or whatever. I was like, all right. Well, hmm. I mean. Remind me, where is Yaya Kubo in that? Did we talk about him already? Yeah, no, he's got yeah. a guaranteed contract for next year. Uh, all right. Yep. Yeah, you often with him, have you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, so the other thing, I didn't watch any of this stuff, but I, I guess there was like a, the state of the team thing. And I guess one of the things that either it was either Gerard or Yap said that essentially they're, they're looking for five to six new starters for next year. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, really? So, um, you know, you figure, I mean, it's clear. Uh, that, they're, that at least one of those will be a center back, right? So they're going to have, yeah. um, you know, you'll have both Vanderwerf and uh, Pedersen back. But my assumption is that they, and, and maybe they'll bring Nick back because frankly he was our best center back down the stretch. Um, but even still, you know, that's three. You need another one. And I would imagine they want like a real true starting quality center back. Yeah. We obviously need... Um, you know, I like, I mean, I like the Zico Bailey experience, um, but yep. I think probably another right back is going to be a necessary thing. And, you know, you're losing Garza and maybe Goodman, so you're going to need a starting left back. Um, so, you know, that's three starters right there. <laughs> yeah. you know? uh, in midfield, I guess you've got, you know, you've got a few more options there, right? Because you've got, um, you know, Harris is coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got... Yep. Uh, you know, Makojo, who Cruz, Frankie. Yeah, yeah, Frankie, you've got Cruz. Um, and then you've got, although, uh, you know, Voldemort probably ever played Cruz at midfield. Um, yeah. Right. But he also played him up front. But, you know, and, you know, he played Kubo in midfield a lot. You know, he's got Stanko. So, I mean, I still think you could use, I mean, you could clearly use a true attacking midfielder, someone that's going to get into the, you know, just contribute more in the attack than the guys we have now. Um, and then up front, and who the fuck knows, right? I mean, you know, we've got Burry Al, who's young. Yeah. Yep. We've got Kuba, who wasn't good. Yep. And we've got Lacadia. Brina Vasquez, who I still liked. And then we've got Lacadia. Yeah, it's not exactly thrilling, is it? <laughs> and do you think, like, there have been talks on the Twitter webs and Facebookies that, um, Face the grams that like we need an, a number 10. Um, you know, that a big, big, like big prominent number 10 to help to help with all those people. But I think we need 
so many things. I just don't know how we're going to get those. Well, that's that. easy. We we do have a big number ten who's six foot four, who's called Lacardi, but he just doesn't go in for it him. Doesn't go it? in. It just doesn't go in. It's every time we 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 play and there's the shots by him. I always see look for Stone D's text that says. Magnets, fucking magnets. <laughs> <laughs> that's when they did the twenty twenty buzzword. Um, yeah, just it, I don't know. I, I would, if I was his coach, I would say to him, when you get the ball, just just aim for, just don't aim for the goal, and it just might go in. For yeah, right. It's like me with darts. Yeah. Like if I'm trying to hit me like too. triple twenty, I got to aim at triple eighteen. You, you know what both. I mean? If I go for treble one, I'm getting one eighty. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got. I got it. Jurgen, 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 Jurgen. Listen to me. I'm your coach. Just treat. Just act like you're Sam DeYoung, and you'll yeah. and don't shoot at the target. Maybe some will go in. Yeah. <laughs> just close your eyes, wait for the force, and just just kick it. Use the yeah. force. Look. <laughs> but they, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking now. Where where have I got him? There was something I I did see an interesting stat about Lacardia. Um, oh, of course, he was the Brighton and Hove Albion player, and he went to Hoffenheim as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, that's that's why his stats look okay because he did he did have some. Um, uh, you know, playing time with 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 those clubs. Here, what's he done? Um, he's done thirteen hundred minutes, uh, nearly under fourteen hundred. Is that fifty fourteen shots on goal? And I don't think I think he's got one goal. He's got one goal, but he's got. I mean, he, you know, according to stats, Bob, he's got he's got almost six expected goals, right? So, I mean, just like. Massive underperforming from you know what he would you know, what you would expect to get from him, and it, it's sort of like well, there's two ways to look at that. One is you know he's just a terrible finisher, but I think most players over time wind up reverting to their sort of like you know their their mean like most players basically score their around what their expected goals are. So you know if he'd scored six goals this year, we would be like. Well, he didn't set the world on fire, but like that's probably that probably leads to like you know six or seven more points for us. I mean, it, that would have been a big deal, right? If he had if he'd actually scored some of those, and I so I'm I'm actually okay with the fact that I think he's on he's on a loan through the end of like June next year, and I don't have a problem if he comes back and and they see if it can work out. The other guy whose who's stats are pretty good or is Vasquez. I mean, Vasquez. His expected goals per ninety is 0.45 and stuff like that. So it's like, all right. I mean, I think that I think Vasquez should be a starter. I think he, we looked more threatening, and I think he and Lacati actually don't—they they fit together okay. Like you know, they're not—it's not the worst combo. I agree. Yeah, he was always—he was a player that I I was like saying, okay, he might have looked a little bit average with Atlanta, but he could look really good with us. And it didn't. It didn't happen. But at the same time, I like a player like him in the team. And he is still young. It's he's. Was he? Is he twenty two? Twenty three? I think he's twenty three. What is he? Yeah, he's twenty two. Yeah. Is that twenty two just gone in October? Yeah, like, he just turned twenty two. Fucking wow! Up. So yeah, so I didn't realize. You know, isn't that funny? Now that sounds a lot younger than if he was about to be twenty three. Yeah, that's so weird how I thought that, but yeah, and again six four two. Oh, why aren't players like this working for us? You know, it's like sometimes I look at some of our players and go, "You're exactly what we need." So why aren't you doing yeah. it? Yeah, it's all fucking yap stands. I, I, I like I like Vasquez. I I think Vasquez. I mean, I you know, yeah, I could certainly see a scenario where next year he's like a clear, you know, like league average or better starting striker mm-hmm. and and. For us, that'd be good. I think I do think the thing we're really missing is somebody that can really create out of the attack. And I don't really know. Um, yeah, you know, I just I don't know how much of that is is like the fact that Stam spent most of the season really not trying to attack because all he cared about was trying to shut things down. Yeah, um, but, I would have loved it if if we'd have spent last season being one of those teams where it's like, well, if you score, we'll score, and one more <laughs> rather than trying to 
shore it up and fail and get beat and not being able to score either. Yeah. Uh, it's um, it's like it's like Jao, uh, 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 that goal he scored the other day. I was just like, okay, nice one, Joey. If you can score like that, if you could get five or six of those if from midfield, because he's yeah. isn't isn't Jao um, down as like a midfielder forward, like you don't know what he is. So it's fine. You're a midfielder and you might score a few goals. Just have a go whenever you've got the ball in front of goal. And if we got goals from midfield as well as up front, we it take the pressure off, but we just don't seem to get goals from anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, exactly. And then, and then you've got Nick Hagland turning up in the fucking Hell yeah. is Real derby to get the winner, and you're just like, oh, I don't know anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's exactly right. I think I, I took off my mask and I threw it on the floor and I just went, this crazy game <laughs> <laughs> to the heavens and it spiraled the camera upwards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm always thinking of my yeah. life in cinematic moments. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, what else are we on the roster? Have we talked about, uh, should we mention the big one? All right, Jimmy. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm still mad about that because, like, you know, like, okay. So is it clear that Jimmy is not MLS level? Maybe. I mean, like, we, you know, he only got 90 seconds of play (laughs) on the worst team in the league. Like, why couldn't you have given him 15 minutes in one of those games? Like, that's the thing that just makes me mad. Like, you know, like, okay, maybe he shouldn't have been on the roster and he was just there because the front office knows he's popular. But, like, so what? Like he wasn't gonna make you actively worse for fifteen minutes. Like yeah, I mean, right. he's not gonna make you lose three nil instead of two nil. So exactly yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, that pissed me off too. Yeah, I, I thought for sure. Like I don't know, it was it was it was all shaping up to be like you know last home game. Jimmy's gonna get in. He's gonna play like at least the second half or something like that. But I was really surprised. That it was just ninety seconds, and that I don't know. It kind of pissed me off. Yeah, there was. I mean, it's just like, what's the point? Like, what you know? Like, if you're gonna like put him in the, put him in the eighteen, then play him because like the season's gone. Even if like it was clear, I mean, you know, Stein wasn't gonna bring him back, which is, I mean, I guess that's fine. Like he's allowed to. I mean, there's no evidence that Jimmy's good enough to play in the the league necessarily, but it still just feels like that guy worked his ass off. He's been on the roster for two years. He's an original player for the club. Just like, yep. and, and I get that there were no fans in the stadium, but come on, just give everybody a chance to see him one more time. Because um, again, like there was no, there was just no downside. Like there was no way that like, you know, there was going to be any change in outcome for how the season went for us. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's frustrating. But but maybe maybe yeah, yeah. Yap will tell you he's not a nostalgic guy. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I feel like he's not. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe he gets the word nostalgic and Nosferatu confused and he doesn't yeah. either. So I mean, yeah, for like the I guess the fourth year in a row, we're gonna wind up with a bunch of new players uh, this offseason. Yep. So and I, I I guess I I don't really even know when the season starts. I assume they're gonna try and start at the same time, start in March cool. like they did last year. Yes. Based yeah. on the current absolute clusterfuck that the U.S. is doing with the virus at the moment, I have no idea what the chances are that there will be fans in stadiums anytime soon. And um, it's uh, it was a uh, on the on the, the 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 reality side, it was a bit of a what what a what a bummer way to say goodbye to Nippet. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So I bet everyone. I mean, you know, and and it's no one's you know it's no one's fault. We can't say anything, and it's just. It is what it is, but uh, I did. Um, I did have a little tear in my eye for those uh, members of the supporters group who were standing on the uh, on the Bailey, giving it the thumbs up for the last uh, game, mocking up. I thought, oh gosh, that that must have been a nice little treat for you guys. But 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 then again, it, uh, maybe it was a bit been a bit a bit upsetting because it's like, oh fuck, now we've got to go home. <laughs> uh, You're right. You know, <laughs> yeah. And then come back. It is funny because of all of the angst around uh, Bannergate, you know, for the the one match, the crew match where we didn't put banners out, and that was the only that was, uh, that one. Was, that was, that was, <laughs> oh god, that, that, good well, that shows that things like that works, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it? Like that, that stuck it to them, and they listened and they responded, and <laughs> and then you know we, uh, yeah, 
Well, there'll be plenty of time to talk about this, but I know that there is uh, at least a, a subset of people in the supporters groups that want to do the uh, the march to the first match at the West End Stadium uh, depart no, with a departure from Mecklenburg. So it's a it's about a five k, you know, but it's mostly downhill. Uh, so we'll we'll have more details on that when we get through it, but. Uh, uh, I think that's – I'm certainly up for that, even if they don't last in the stadium. Yeah. Has anyone asked Dave Sherman about that? Like, how many beers is he going to Yeah, have I was going to ask, too. Three, yeah, three point whatever miles. That's like a solid eight, I think. He's going to get a camelback with a couple liters in it, I think. That's uh, the, okay, that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll just that's be pacing ourselves. We'll all meet at midnight on Thursday, and, um, and we'll the first group will set off. Well. We need to hire people who are going to be like beer stops. You know, how like they have like those people like when you're when you're action, like you're an actual like real marathon or a five k or whatever. <laughs> just have those tables with people with annual water. Just have beer. Uh, you know what I mean? and hopefully, the weed house will be giving out samples as well. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to find a new weed house. <laughs> you know, know what? <laughs> we're walking. We'll we'll be walking through. Uh, downtown, won't we? We'll be we'll we'll be going past the dispensary this time next year. We there's the dispensary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, all these things we're gonna miss. Yeah. Man. So any any other departure players you guys want besides Jimmy? You guys want to talk about? Um, I mean, that was I, I think Ray Ortiz. I think Bubbles. You brought this up. It was yeah. It, it sucks we didn't get to see him. Like you know, a lot of Ray. I mean, I he he. Seemed like he killed it at the USL this year. He's got a great Twitter feed, like you said. I would have liked to see more of him. Yeah, I think the thing that's tough with him is because he because he, he's a dreamer and therefore yeah. doesn't have a green card. Um, mm-hmm. I think that just limits him because he needs an international slot. Which, again, like like I think he was you know he's been here since he was two years old or something like that. Like it's you know that, that again we're. I've already crossed the line a little bit with politics on the Twitter feed this week, so uh, you should probably be quiet about it. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, Kendall Waston, like you know, I like Kendall a lot. He he just seemed like he was kind of in a decline, like you know, as the year went on or whatever. Yeah. But I, you know, it's it's always a bummer. Like the people you like, you know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's a bummer to see him go. But I I understand that decision too. I guess. Yeah, I think one thing with Waston, like we've talked about this before, like he it was always clear that he gave a shit and like really, you know, tried hard and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I do think as the year went on and particularly the way Stan wants to play, I'm sure he wants his center backs to be able to pass the ball better than Waston can. And, and right, the fact right. that he doesn't pass well, and he's also gotten to the point where he gets, uh, if he's in, put in any kind of space, he's just kind of a complete dumpster fire. Right. So I think those, that combo is not great. Um, so, and he, you know, he also made a lot of money, so it does open up a fair amount of wages. I don't know what the, I, I am not, a, you know, full capologist with MLS, but I would imagine we have a lot of, um, you know, money available to spend on the roster for next year. Yeah, Greg, um, Greg Garza kind of like is, is the one that kind of makes me go, no, we, I remember when he came into the team and we just thought he was going to be this, like, I don't know, this rock, this like Jamie Carragher, John Terry type of guy. He was like, hey, guys, I've been here before. Just follow my lead. Yeah. <laughs> follow me. And it just seemed exactly. to be like, oh, smash, tinkle, tinkle, there goes your leg uh, on a few occasions. I, I just remember wincing every time someone came in for a tackle on him because I'd be like, well, that's that's him out now. Every time he got injured, it just seemed that's him out for a few, uh, you know, uh, games and well, yeah, especially last year. Like it was like it, I mean, it was super clear that when he when he played, we were better than when he didn't, and then but he just couldn't play. And like you know, we, I mean, it was probably a sign that like you know before the season even started last year, he got you know he got called into the U.S. men's national team camp and didn't play, got sent home with an injury, and then you know it was basically like two months before we saw him, and then it was just like you know. He played a little bit, would get hurt, and then, you know, just kind of this year. He just looked, I mean, I, it, it's a shame, right? Because you never want injuries to ruin anybody's career, but it looks like for him, it's just going to be really tough for him to keep playing, uh, at least at the MLS level. He just doesn't seem like he can stay healthy. Yeah. He seems like a player that to me that could, that could 
have having a, a extended career in coaching or or some yeah. kind of things like that. He seems really knowledgeable about the game, and he knows you know he's been around the block. He would be probably quite uh, advantageous to have him on a, on a team. Uh, maybe drop down a division, even uh, you know. But and and that's the thing about some hmm. of these players. When you, I mean, Jimmy, I reckon Jimmy's got like a few more seasons in him down, uh, dropping a few, you know, dropping down into the USL maybe, but. Easily, easily. You know, where, where, where would we want to... Uh, don't go to Louisville, Jimmy. <laughs> then again, do it, and then we'll come down and watch you, and then you stay <laughs> Yeah, or go to go to Indy 11 oh, or something Oh, like that's that. even a better day out. Hey, I, I wouldn't hate watching Jimmy McLaughlin and, and Corbin Bone on the same team. Neither I mean, would that I. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. Uh, and what do we think about? Um, do you think? Do, do we think? Yeah, is Yap Stam going to be with us at the beginning of next season? Well, so maybe that's a good uh, transition because we got a, a couple of FOQs today. So maybe we should just jump into those and uh, let's do it. I've got. Um, <laughs> is there any chance that we can like? Uh, I, I shouldn't really say this because of the magic of editing. But could, could, could we stop so I could have a pee? absolutely let's take a little break and uh we will do it old style with a break i'll try to find the break music from uh from the past and uh we'll be right back i just need two shakes we'll start with this one since it was the latest all right we're back and uh we got some good flqs and we're just gonna jump right in uh we're gonna start with Josh B, who is at Mr. Underscore Burkleton on the old Twitter machine, um, a.k.a. the uh, hell site that rules our lives these days. Um, <laughs> so Josh says, as lackluster as FCC was this year, I can't stomach the thought of leadership turnover again. I'm withholding judgment on Camp and Stam until this time next year. How about you guys? So uh, what do you guys think? Are you... Are you willing to give Gerard and Yap another year, or are you wanting to just wipe them out and start over again? No, I'm willing. I'm willing to give them another year to see what happens, to see if we have more than you know three goals or however many we scored in in regular run of play. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I'm a little like I don't know. I've been critical of Yap, you know, before just because I don't know. I, I'm not super impressed with, you know, his press conferences and things like that. He seems to me like he's a great guy to tell you what happened, like, during a game at a very high level. But he's not really – I don't get the feeling that he is quite up to par yet to coach, you know, a team in a professional league. I could be completely wrong. It's just kind of like the feeling I get. But having said that, yeah, he's only had a year. I mean – I, I'm with Josh. I, I don't know that I could stomach another complete leadership change out again and things like that. I I don't know. Maybe 2021. Maybe maybe the new stadium will inspire him. Maybe we'll get back in the stadium and, you know, we'll be in there cheering things on and it might change things a little bit. I don't know. But I'm kind of on the fence about yeah. And, you know, I don't know about Gerard. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I, I did float a little uh... – uh, suggestion in that last section about like, well, what do we do now? Do we do we stay with with the apps now? And again, I I can't handle that they're looking at unless Potch <laughs> wants to come, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, or or uh, or, or hey, let's let's not get out of our uh, elements here. But hey, if we could convince Potch you to come, that would be <laughs> that would be excellent trolling. Uh, but like. Um, yeah, the new stadium is um, is kind of like tempting to think that with with us back in the stadium and the new stadium and the crowd behind us, and uh, you know maybe give this give the guy some give the guy some time with the team. Let's see what can happen. But uh, yeah, if something doesn't happen quick at the beginning of the next season, we need to be able to pull the plug, don't we, and have someone lined up and just going to see yeah. who it is. It's just going to be yeah. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess uh, there's not a ton of evidence to think that Jared knows what he's doing, but I also sort of think, like, you got to give him one more shot. And I think, you know, the roster that he inherited when he got the job had a lot of guaranteed contracts for this year. They didn't have a ton of flexibility going in, you know, to the offseason this year. They do now. So 
you know, they got a lot of money off the books. They've got, you know, I, I think um, Lacadia is like a real DP, but um, Kubo um, kind of isn't. And Cruz, I think they already bought him down. So they've, they've got flexibility where they could add, they could spend money on the team in a way that, you know, if they pick the right guys could really be, have a big impact. And so I just think like, you take such a huge step back if you you know bring in somebody else that's got a different vision that you got to kind of run to the table with Gerard. Stam, I you know I'm a big believer that you can always you should, if you set your club up right, you should be able to fire the coach whenever you want, and it shouldn't set the team back a whole you know the the club back significantly because I really think it's more the director of football that should be setting out like the style of how you play, unless you have something like Clap where it's like. You know, it's clear that you've committed to that particular style of play. Um, but I think, you know, for, for an MLS team, you know, the, the there should be a way for them to hire a different coach. All that being said, um, again, I think what I thought Stam did well this year was after the first couple of matches when we were so open at the back, you know, and they went down to, you know, the first game in, in Orlando against Columbus where he just got shredded, you know, he, he – put in that three at the back system and really shut things down and went to a counterattacking style. And it was relatively effective. He didn't seem to be able to do anything else as the rest of the year went on. Like he never really figured out how to get an attack to go with it. And then as the season went on, like we, our defense wasn't as good. I There's lots of evidence that says to me that he's not a very good coach, but I also am not sure that I think it's worth firing him because, you know, I think if, if Gerard can get a better roster together – and, you know, but that we're still not very good in the summer that I would feel like, all right, then, you know, you can, you can always fire him later. Um, so I just think for continuity perspective, I kind of agree with Josh, like just in general, like sticking with what we've got is probably a better call for the short term, even if, you know, there's not a huge amount of faith that it's going to really be good. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. It's especially with that like substitution error that happened the other on the last one that really, that pissed me off. It's like, Hey, well, first of all, I thought, give Jimmy a chance. Then they're going to put Dally in there and whatever. But not to, like, have the wherewithal. Like, you know, you're still just play with 10 men until you get your fucking subs up there, right? Like, whatever. I, that annoyed the shit out of me. And that's a, that, that's a coaching thing. Anyway, go ahead. Right, so here's, here's a somewhat related question uh, we've got from Dan Blumenfeld, who's uh, uh, one of the excellent capos back in the days. Four times when we could have uh, capos. Um, he wants to know if the Electoral College has decided who will replace President Birding, or will the popular vote define the side things? So <laughs> it's interesting. Like, what would the Electoral College boundaries be if we had a you know an FC Cincinnati, or I guess they you know how many votes would uh, Northern Kentucky get? You know, the East Side gets so many, the West Side that that could be an interesting uh, whole setup, but. Uh, what was the uh, what was that streaming service we used for a little bit? What was that? No, none Whoa. of us used. What was it called? Oh, Whoa. Whoa. I think it's I think it's the borders of you know it's a gerrymandered uh, rigged uh, electorate defined by the borders of flow. <clears throat> True, <laughs> and flow had its uh, decision desk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where's their Kornacki? Declaring, yeah. declaring that, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's funny. Is there some kind of like ironic FCC T-shirt that just says, "Hey, I just watched the team on Flow or something." If you're not watching FCC <laughs> on Flow, you're not. You know, I mean, Cincy soccer shirt, Cincy shirts probably yeah. made it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I'm a flow. I'm a flow lower. Of FC since, um, gosh, uh, I was gonna say, yeah, shouty Jeff is, um, I guess, well, no one's been all that shouty this season about about stuff. It must be, I don't know. Do you, th- do you think it's been? Do you think it's been uh, favorable for for all the the front of office uh, kind of stuff that we haven't been there week in week out in attendance? Do you think that? Do you think they've? I know that they'd rather have stadium packed full of fans, but do you think the way we've been playing this year has meant that like FC Cincinnati are like, thank fuck the fans weren't here for this season? Because this, oh, we'd be booing <laughs> a shit. Because it wouldn't have been a, a know, very I mean, nice. I mean, as it was, it was a, it was a terrible end to our, our you know, 
um, sort of uh, uh, home uh, games at Nipper. You know, what, what a terrible way to, to end a, a lovely relationship with a fantastic stadium. But at the same time, it probably was better this way than us being there every week kicking off. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I always had a lot of fun at Max. Yeah, exactly. The thing is like, I really, I really realized this year. I think I told you guys that is like what I really miss about the team is really not the team; it's a game day experience. <laughs> so I mean, my God, that yeah, that that sucked. But yeah. who knows? You know what? Maybe, maybe when we go to the West End Stadium, um, you know, when after the games we'd like walk back to Max and then reconvene and then go somewhere like the Chili, one of the Chili houses. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll all reconvene at Max and and give them after hours business as well as as well as the uh, five hours before the game walking to the stadium it's probably going to happen once well I can tell you this I will not be walking back to Max That's after the game. yeah That's you get that right <laughs> yeah plus like even when Max knew we were coming they didn't always stay open so. <laughs> yeah true. do you remember that dodgy uh, oh the toilets uh, flooded yeah <laughs> I was like no he didn't <laughs> Uh, the next the, the trick was going back next week and getting all the different staff and saying, were you here ne- last week when the toilets flooded? And they go, yeah. And you go, all right, then, not looking at your mate. Which which toilet was it? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was complete and utter lie. And I always, I'll, the best memory I've got of, uh, of, of Max um, in the early days was... Uh, having that grease fire and watching the guy actually get oh a, a bucket of water and just saying to him, <laughs> that was the best. no, please don't throw water on a grease fire. And then watching him do it, it was, yeah. that was like, wow, I could have sworn I was, I was telling that guy not to do that. <laughs> the two pieces of information I thought that were pertinent to that story that you, you, I think you maybe forgot were one, it was pond water because I had that fountain that was right next to the grill. And two, it was the owner's son who has the longest goddamn beard, like in the world. So he, he had the most of risk yeah. from staying over. He still did it. A crew with a pond water grease fire going. Oh man, yeah. That was a brilliant day, though. You're right. That was that was amazing. And somehow we we just kept coming back. It was that great. Was like, it was wasn't it? Wasn't that the first game of the season one year? And it was just like it was. Yeah, it was right? really we, well, we almost died in a pagoda fire. But yeah. <laughs> but I, remember, I, I remember having the conversation the next home game while we were eating like brats and mats from the grill, thinking like, "You think? I, what do you guys think they clean that grill?" It's like, ah, God, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> uh, oh oh man. Uh, man, I do really miss going to games though. Like, it's just that, that part is yeah. just brutal. I mean, just yeah, you know. yeah. I'm gonna miss Max. Only four months away, guys. Only secret bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Only four to five months away, and we will always we. Th- there's always a reason to go to Max. Yeah, true. All right, we got a couple other, couple more FLQs. Um, there's one that from a uh, you know friend of the pod, Jeff Tebbets, um, <laughs> who uh, uh, has a lovely uh, vote Quimby icon as his uh, Twitter profile at the moment. Uh, and he wants to know if the OMUs are all running for the highest position in the country, what states are the battleground states? Uh, so Ooh. Uh, would, would any of us adjust the electoral map if we were running for president? I guess I, I'll start on this one, which is to say, um, I feel like if I were a candidate for president, the opponents would have a pretty clear field because I feel like I've got enough positions that would be disqualifying <laughs> that I would wind up losing every state in the country. So <laughs> probably in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know the state we would all win is the state of inebriation. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, oh, Matt Rock exactly. asked about that. Yes, I think that's well, correct. Well, yes, well done, Mike. <laughs> of course, obviously. Obviously, I'm 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 eligible to to run um, unless it comes out that I was actually born in this country. Um, You're like a reverse yes. birther. It'd be like everyone's like he can't possibly <laughs> run. And everyone's like, no, he was actually he was born in New York City. And it's like no, he just lived there during the 2000s. No, he was born there. And there'd be this big debate. And before you knew it, I would be elected. Um, I'd I'd run on the. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, here's some free tickets. Ticket. <laughs> I 
I just give stuff. <laughs> there you go. Here's some free tickets to the match. Vote for me. Make and our our motto could be make make FC great again. Well, I'm sure you could get. You know what? With my with my Macca spelling M A C C A, we could make America. Oh. Um, uh, make America uh, uh, come. Cold cuts again. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough cold cuts at lunch. Hey, those are delicious. There you yeah. go. Make America cold cuts again. <laughs> Thank you, Stone D. Will you be my VP? Yeah. Yeah, you got it. All right. <laughs> Run on my ticket. Because them cold oh, cuts yeah. will be just Stone Delish. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, we've got a platform. It's, it's the <laughs> ticket that everyone can get their teeth into. <laughs> Tasty and nutritious and good for everyone. You'll come back we won't now, be you Keto friendly. We'll Great. win California. Yeah. Great. We did have one more. Let me just find it ahead. Oh, oh well, we had, we had this is. This is one from Cincy Blog, at Cincy Blog, and he wants to know, or she wants to know, I actually shouldn't have presumed a gender there. Uh, what are the gang's favorite alternative routes to get to Kentucky other than the Brent Spence Bridge? Ooh. <laughs> oh. Hey, that's a big, hey, topical. Yeah. Yeah. I take yeah. the Big Mac Bridge, like, typically, right? So, I mean, I'm sure that's probably the next most busy one. But, yeah. How about that? Brent Sprint Bridge, <laughs> like news today. That was kind of messed up. That was. That is totally messed up. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, the, I'm sure you guys have all seen that. Um, the meme going around like Cincinnati picks, like, or what is it? Cincinnati. Cincinnati chooses Christmas tree to represent 2020. Brent Sprint Brent Sprint's Bridge. Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> did you see though, the did you see the tree? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> so, I mean it Have you seen the tree after they like fixed it? I think they glued they glued greens in there. Have you have you ever seen those like uh those Spanish frescas that get restored by a local good, good <laughs> well meaning Yes. <laughs> there's just there's Artists, just been yeah. another one a statue that's just been done and it looks like um, someone said it it looks like a shocked president trump it's it's a, a, of an angel and it's like been done and it's got like two mad eyes and this this mad mouth uh but yet yeah, um uh, uh, that tree <laughs> That three years to me was fucking amazing. That that's what happens if I had a tree trimming company. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, um, but yeah, uh, uh, I was going to say the wonderful thing about um, where I live is I've got two uh, routes to Kentucky. I can either go across the Brent Spence or I can go the I two seventy five way. And one time I went the I-275 way, I missed my turning and ended up 50 miles away from the airport. <laughs> At the time I realized that it was a 50 round mile trip to get myself back to the airport. Uh, oh my gosh, uh, you just kept going? Yeah, you just I, stayed on 275? I missed the turn. I missed the turn on uh, 275. And then there was all this construction, so you couldn't exit the highway. And I ended up having to pull over and like look at the Google map, and I was just like, "Oh man, I'm so far away." So because of that, I I never went that way again. But now I go that way quite a lot because um, I don't know. I just like I just like going past the Creation Museum. <laughs> I always I, when I go past there, I always go, oh, "I'll have to go there one day if I." If... You're like, "Oh, that's great shit. I'm in Indiana." <laughs> yes. So, like, well, that's the thing. If you go to the airport via two seventy five, you you go you go you, you're in three states in a day, and that's yeah, yeah, I know that's fun, that's the cool it's thing. Always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my I think like the thing I haven't done yet that I would like to do, I think probably not during twenty twenty because something will shitty will happen but is isn't there a ferry that you can take yeah there is like there's a couple yeah over mm -hmm. yeah yep and i've never done that either ever and i know it i mean i it looks awesome it looked like it'd be a great way to go it might have been yeah. a great way to go until today but, 
Yeah. yeah I, I did that a long time, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something to, to get to the airport. Because actually, if you time it right, um, it's it's about the same, from where we live, it's about the same as taking 275. It's oh, kind of cool because the ferry basically puts you right up, uh, you know, you come out really close to the airport. Um, if you it's like around nine or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, God, what a clusterfuck. I mean, and, and I don't, I mean, just based on the pictures I saw of the <laughs> the bridge, like, it's going to be a while before that thing's open because oh, yeah. it was yeah. already falling apart and now it's just been, oh, yeah. had a chemical fire burn on it for several hours. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I was yeah. He, uh, the thing I saw was it said uh, the guy it was Curtis uh, who I always like on on WLWT. Is it Curtis Fuller? He's been there a long time, yeah. And he was just going. He's like the two semis collided on the bridge. One of them containing potassium hydrochloride, which fucking went up like a, he wanted to say, which is a fucking mess once it gets going. But um, yeah, apparently there's, there was. Um, both both drivers got out alive. Yeah, I heard. I heard no one was hurt. So yeah, yeah, and then they 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 showed the 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 fire, and then they zoomed up, and the bridge is like charred. It's yeah. like it was so intense the fire. So yeah, let's see what goes. Let's see what happens there. So if um, I, I, thankfully um, traffic is a little bit reduced because of the uh, of, of, of COVID nineteen. Well, people's that's that's huge that people still use that. If I um, I would quite often go that way to see my friends in Covington, and um, I, I used to love popping over to Kentucky. So yeah, let's see what happens. It's a busy ass bridge. Like I, I can't remember like the exact number, but I I'm not even gonna try to give a percentage. But I remember I was shocked to hear like the percentage of truck traffic, like freight traffic, you know, that, that traverses that bridge like every day, because it's like you know it's 71 and 75 combined, like right there. It's in a way you're kind of commute. You know, it's part of the East Coast going south is coming like right through there. But yeah, it, it's it it's pretty significant. Like it, it's you know it's going to cause a lot of problems, like not being you know used for a while. Well, the other day I went down. Um, I found myself. Uh, I had to go to an, an appointment, and after the appointment, I was. It was one of those things where I was like, "Well, I've got a I've got a bit of time. I'll just I'll take the car for a bit of a, a spin." And I went downtown um, to where, uh, you know, like Yatesman's Covers? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. By the baseball, uh, you know, uh, ground in the in the Paul Brown Stadium. I went down there just to just to be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm near there. And there's so much construction going on down there that I didn't know about. And you, you see it all to the, you know, to the left of uh, uh, just by the river. And then I went through and I was, oh, I'll go and see the new stadium. And to be yeah. honest, yeah, when I went past the West End Stadium, it hasn't changed a great deal from from the view from Central Parkway. But if you were to get like if you were to get nearer to it, they're now doing all the kind of the approach to it with the you know the the, the trees and and sort of the car parking areas and stuff. It's really moving along, man. It's just crazy how this thing is just erected in the middle of town and it's going to be finished. In, I think it's going to be finished. What in January? That's just, great. I've been there forever. Yeah, that's cool. It, it, it just it just suddenly it hits you. You see, um, I always use this because uh, I used to work on Fifteenth Street down there, and I always think, okay, when I get to the Fifteenth Street, I always remembered I used to park my car, so I would come out onto Central Parkway and, and head towards Spring Grove Cemetery to get back home. And I remember that used to just be like, you know, it was the kids, it was this sports arena arena for the kids, but the view, you could see over it and, and into Kentucky. And now it's just like the stadium is there. It's just like fucking hell. And when they put the outside on it, you know, the outside facade that's all going to light up, it's going to look beautiful. It's going to, but it's so crazy that it's just there. That's cool. Oh God, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. Well, I think that's, I think that's our list of questions, and I guess I mean I assume at some point we're going to sign some players. we're going to have more than twelve. So. Yeah. Maybe that's when we'll do. We'll. How about we wait for a couple of players to get signed, and then we'll do another podcast. And in between, maybe we'll come at you with our favorite Nippet memories. There you go. I, th- uh, I do think we should do a Nippet uh, perspective at some point. Um, we should. 
Yeah. Maybe just different stories almost. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's some good ones. All right. So yes, listener, if, if in the meantime you have any any great listener stories, you know, hit us up on Twitter with those and uh and we'll do a little That's a good a idea. Nipper retrospective to get one more podcast at least in before this fucking year finally ends. Right, right. Uh, That's right. God damn it. <laughs> TM. Oh. All right, everybody. Well, I think we're gonna Go ahead and sign off for now, but thank you for listening as always, and uh, thank you for suffering through uh, <laughs> another shitty MLS year, but hey, it's only going to get better hey. from here, and as Maka said two years ago when we first got uh, into MLS, they can't fucking relegate us. <laughs> Can you imagine if they could? Like, we would have we would have been the MLS for a year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's almost like it's almost like Fulham. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but, but, but but we would refuse to concede. You fuck out. us, but we just won't. In fact, we won the shield this year. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're investigating it very strongly. Very That's strongly. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know it. Everybody knows it. We won the shield. I know. I, I know. We have listeners that probably voted for him, and I and I'm not trying to be a dick about it. But God, I can't wait for that orange motherfucker to not be in our lives anymore. Like, hey, uh, hey, so. hey. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, I agree. Hey, he's orange, and he's also a little bit blue right now. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good place to end it. Take care. Everybody. That's right. Bye bye. All right. Bye-bye.